Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of Panel Riot. This week, we are digging into the comic bento box that was sent to us by the fine folks over at, you guessed it, Comic Bento. This week, we are reading Battlestar Galactica. But before we get into that, intern Stan, a theme song, if you please. Great stuff. Thanks, Stan. Greatly appreciate that. You're doing doing good work. Good, real solid work. We've got a theme song in place now. We finally settled on something after all this time. Uh, you're really getting your act together. Did you get a haircut? No, Stan did not get a haircut. Uh, what is it? Um, glasses? New glasses? No new glasses. Hmm... Shower. Stan took a shower. Ladies and gentlemen, intern Stan has taken a shower. I knew there was something different about him, and uh, it was his scent. It was his, his musk is a little less musky and a little more green, if you know what I mean. So, uh, this week we are continuing our series of Comic Bento. Comic Bento, the fine folks over at Comic Bento was good enough to send us a sample box, and uh, uh, we are reading comics from that. First, we read The Fifth Beetle. Uh, the excellent graphic novel about um, uh, the Beatles' manager, the little-known story about the Beatles' manager who made them who they are, uh, and it was tremendous, fantastic, highly recommend it. This week, we're reading Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. Yes, yes, that's uh, fascinating. Um, I... I Okay, before we get too far into it here, I I just I I want to say that I don't know anything about Battlestar Galactica. I never did. You know what I know? Okay, let's let's condense this. Let's let's uh, up until I read this, um, this is what I knew about Battlestar Galactica. Honestly, my knowledge is still very much the same. Um, Battlestar Galactica was a television series that came out. Uh, and failed after, I think, a couple of seasons. It had a very rabid fan base who kept the passion alive for years and years and years. Um, and uh, they eventually brought it back. And it is a very critically acclaimed television series that ran for many, many seasons recently. This was a, a few years ago. And um, I believe it launched the career of uh, Katie Sackhoff. I think she was the one who played Starbuck. I am going to look that up on a break and probably be wrong about it. But uh, if not, Katie Sackhoff's a delightful actress, and you should enjoy her whether she played Starbuck or not. Um, I, I know that... Um, so it, you've got the Cylons which are terrible robot people, and then you've got the Galactica, which is a ship. Now, it's worth noting that I never saw a single episode whatsoever of the original series, okay? Um, I saw, I think, like, the first episode of the new series. Um, and that's it. Now, don't write me letters about this. I'm gonna watch it, okay? I'll get around to it eventually, 
it's gonna happen. I just there's a lot going on. I, I, I'm I'm busy. I'm recording podcasts. I'm holding a job. I'm having a cat um, and uh, and a girlfriend. I, I, I mean, I physically, I'm not giving birth to a cat or a girlfriend. Uh, I've got other things to catch up on. I'm watching Jessica Jones. Leave me alone. Um, stick around for a future episode uh, where I talk about Jessica Jones because, oh man, oh man, is that good. Got to read those comics too. Man, I got a lot to do. Uh, anyway, Battlestar Galactica. I'll get around to it, okay? Um, so there's the Galactica, which is a low-tech ship that the Cylons can't take control of because that's their special power or something. Um, and they are the resistance. I think Earth got destroyed, maybe? Or maybe something about a colony called Caprica? I'm not sure the details about that. But uh, anyway, it goes for many, many seasons, and eventually John Hodgman shows up, which really at this point is the main thing that I'm interested in. Um so that's it. That's all I really knew. Oh, and okay. So this is a uh, part of the segment. It's also a cultural recommendation. Uh, there's a podcast. There's another podcast that when you're done with this episode, or even in the middle, it's so good. And then you'll come back to this one. You have to come back to this one. That is our agreement. You agreed. Um, called Super Ego. Okay, uh, and it is the one of the funniest improv podcasts one of the funniest podcasts period that is available anywhere on the internet at any time it's absolutely hilarious um it's these short segments of improv comedy um with a specific editing style and uh uh kind of absurd humor and you know a different take on different things it's great. It's fantastic. It's, um, let's see here, Matt Gorley. Let's see if I can remember these off the top of my head. Matt Gorley, Jeremy Carter, um, Paul F. Tompkins, and, oh, I can't remember the last guy's name. I'm so sorry. He plays Shunt McGuppin. I remember Shunt McGuppin, which is something else you guys should look up. Um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Um, anyway, uh, Super Ego, go and check it out. But they do these segments uh, about Battlestar Galactica. And one of them is playing the Supreme Overlord, and the other two are playing Cylons with these Cylon voice modulators, and it's absolutely hilarious. Provides no information about the show whatsoever, but it's damn funny. So go and go and check out Super Ego. Uh, I, you know, let's say after this episode. After this episode, um, you listen to this one all the way through, and then go bask in the glow that is Super Ego and enjoy yourself. So, <laughs> Comic Bento. Um, they sent me this graphic novel by, uh, it's, the publisher is Dynamite, uh, um, and it's Battlestar Galactica, Volume 1, Memorial. This was a, a fascinating read for me, because I, I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars deeply. I've got Star Wars toys and posters on my wall, and when I saw The Force Awakens, and I'm not, I'm slightly ashamed, but I'm gonna put this out there anyway, I cried during the opening crawl, and then... A few other parts, um, and not because like it was real good, but it was. I mean, yes, it, because it was real good, but also because it was like, oh, it's a new Star Wars movie. Um, excitement, joy, whatever you want to call it. There were tears rolling down my face, and um, so I'm yeah, big Star Wars fan. I'm also a large Star Trek fan. I love Star Trek dearly. The original series is pretty good. 
not taking away from the original series, but I'm a next gen guy. Next gen was the whole thing, the whole the whole series that brought me into the entire uh, Star Trek universe, got me hooked on um, everything that followed, all the movies, took me back to the original series. Um, uh, also got me into Voyager and eventually DS9, and you know it's it's just it's it's a great universe. So you would think logic dictates that I should be into Battlestar Galactica. You would think you would be wrong. Something about this just fails to click with me, and I'm not quite sure what it is. Maybe it's... All right, I, I, I put a lot of thought into this because I just listened to yet another podcast. We got this with Mark and Hal, uh, Mark Agliardi and Hal Lublin, and uh, this week's episode was Star Trek versus Star Wars, and they had uh, Adam Savage from the Mythbusters and John Hodgman um, discussing that the cultural effects of either uh, either and both of them the storytelling the the feel of the entire series so it makes me think that maybe I'm not into Battlestar as much as Star Trek and Star Wars because those it's it's a dark kind of universe to exist in you know what I mean um, you know we're humanity's last hope and we're this one ship and and it's a bummer everything's a bummer everybody's sad because you know our families are dead and everything like that and and there's some of that in Star Trek and Star Wars too but with Star Trek it's more more of a positive outlook you know what I mean like you know every every human planet or human planet every planet in the solar system with the exception of the bad guys became part of this federation you know what I mean We've abolished all crime and disease from humanity, and it's it's optimistic. Even DS9, even the you know the ones based on war, those are optimistic. Uh, even Voyager has a very light hand to it, and for the majority of the episodes, and even the ones that are very dark, well, with a few exceptions, um, they don't generally get as dark as what I've seen from Battlestar Galactica. Star Wars is its own thing. It's a it's a it's a myth. It's 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 less of a story, more of a myth. You know, I'm not gonna you know bang the drum of the Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey and blah 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 blah. You've heard it a million times, everywhere. Uh, we don't need to cover that. So, but Battlestar is, it's a bummer, folks. It's a real bummer, and this comic is no different. Now, what was interesting about my perspective going into this comic is because I know about Battlestar Galactica's history. I know about its rich backstory, about you know where all this stuff comes from. The the obsessive fans, just just like just like myself, just like Trekkies, just like Star Wars fans, just like comic book fans, whatever the 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 you know former fringe elements that kept this story and this spirit and these things alive for years and years and years when nobody was talking about it nobody was producing you know anything official whatsoever there were no tv shows it was done you know what i mean it was something that you it was a thing that you shared with your friends and it was unique because it didn't exist anymore it something it was something that lived in your memories and on dusty vhs tapes you know what i mean um so reading this comic and looking at that i it's a unique perspective for me i'm i'm looking at someone else's childhood i'm 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 seeing this this thing this comic book with its you know 
very specific language and technology and characters and and everything like that and artwork it's all very specific and it's all very you know of its time it's it's this is the based on the original series I probably should have mentioned that sooner this is based on the original series not the newer one with possibly Katie Sackoff and there's you know that there's references here and there's inside jokes and someone someone who's not me is going to pick up this book and think wow this is amazing this is exciting this is interesting look at this oh look at starbuck look how they drew starbuck here and and oh they nailed his characterization right there and oh this is a reference to this episode and and look at the cylons and this one's riding a horse that's a thing that happens a cylon rides a horse i don't know if that's true to the original series or not but but see that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about you know what i mean i didn't grow up with battlestar galactica the way that a lot of other people did. So basically, I think what I'm saying is, this book is not for me. This wasn't written for me, because I am not a fan, or wasn't a fan of Battlestar Galactica, but it was written for people who were fans of Battlestar Galactica, people who would get all the references and be excited at all these these different versions of the characters and, and the crazy things that happen when they go... Uh, time traveling. It's well, sort of time traveling. It's it's. I guess it's more of an alternate universe or whatever. But that's all the rage now, and we'll talk about that a little bit um, because there is some straight up Star Trek stuff in here. I'm pretty sure um, this is just a different version of a couple of uh, Star Trek episodes, just with the script reworked to reworked to say uh, Odama and Starbuck. Um, and of course a few other things too but you know that's me being hard on it and comparing it to a thing I already know um, there's a lot of Doctor Who in here as well I feel like I should mention that I do I do like Doctor Who and I get uh, when I when I look at um, things from the old episodes of Doctor Who it's that same kind of feeling I get with Battlestar Galactica you know what I mean like somebody this was someone's childhood this was somebody's every day you know so um, but it's it, as far as how it is as a comic and everything like that, well, we're going to get into that here in a little bit. Um, we're going to have a quick word from one of our sponsors, and uh, we'll be right back with more Panel Riot, and we will dig into Battlestar Galactica Volume 1 Memorial. Please stick around. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Welcome back. Wow, that feels epic. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, to this edition of Panel Riot, brought to you by Comic Bento. Comic Bento, your weekly 
weekly, monthly, your monthly delivery box for uh, beautiful, wonderful, high-quality graphic novels. Uh, this week we are talking about Battlestar Galactica, one of the books in my review box. Uh, that theme you're hearing uh, as a musical bed is the Battlestar Galactica theme. It's one of the great things you can do when you're a podcast that totally flies below the radar. Uh, and uh, until they tell me to stop, I will probably keep doing it. So, let, all right, let's get into this. Um, this comic's weird. It's it's a strange, weird comic. Um, it's uh, it's very sci-fi, uh, obviously. Um, I, it's 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 fascinating. It's 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 fascinating. Uh, Dan Abnett uh, is the writer <laughs> or the written by Dan Abnett is the written by and uh, the handing down words maker um, with uh, Andy Lanning art by Cesar Razik. Sorry, Cesar, probably screwed that up. Colored by oh boy, what Vinicus Vinicus. Wow, that's an awesome name, Vinicus. Man, next D&D character I make uh, is going to be named Vinicus. Vinicus Townsend is the color um, lettered by Simon Boland, and uh, Alex Ross did covers, and uh, collection designed by Katie Hidalgo. I don't know what a collection design is, but hey, why not? Unsurprisingly, uh, special thanks to uh, Kim, Nimi, Ed Prince, and Christopher Lu- Lucero, based on the Universal television series Battlestar Galactica, created by Glenn A. Larson. Thanks, Glenn. So, um, here's the deal. Oh, there's a cat climbing my back. <laughs> that scared me out of my mind. I'm in my apartment by myself, and then there was a hand on my shoulder. Hi, Watson. You want to be part of the show? Did you watch Battlestar Galactica when you were a kitten? Oh, he's not interested. Just like Stan. Um, so it starts with a dream sequence. We see the general, Adama maybe? Um, and uh, he's having a dream where all is lost, everyone dies, Caprica is destroyed, and Battlestar is annihilated. Um, and so we cut to the present day. And it's, I guess, the... Oh, that's the end of the theme song. Okay, well, that was the opening credits. Sure, why not? Um, It's a a day of remembrance when Caprica fell, I believe. And uh, he's giving a speech to everyone about how we must continue to fight. And we remember the fallen. And Watson's going to knock over my tiny ceramic Christmas tree. Buddy, please. Come on, I'm doing a show. Watson, I'm doing a show. You don't care, do you? Yes, my Christmas decorations are still up. Leave me alone. Um, The Cylons attack and are absolutely destroying the Galactica. Everything is bad news biscuits until um, a child scientist arrives. Now, as I mentioned, I I didn't watch the original series, but I... This is strange. Um... There, there's a child genius scientist with a bowl cut and glasses, and he creates weapons that are uh, time travely weapons. Basically, when you shoot a thing, it ceases to exist. It's erased from the timeline. Little does he know it's moved to another timeline. Spoilers. Um, now, this theme of having like a, a, a brilliant child or a child that saves everything—it's not. Um, 
it, it's not as weird as I felt. It's weird for today, I guess. But um, back in the day, especially in like Japanese monster movies and everything like that, the humans were, or not the humans, the adults were vastly incompetent, and there was always a child that would come along and save everyone. Uh, the best examples I can think of are the Gamera movies, where you know the children were the ones who were friend to Gamera, and they would be the ones to survive the alien wrath and whatever. And just weird, just weird stuff. Hollywood's weird. Any anything on film is strange. Um, Anyway, Boy Genius shows up and uh, invents time travel weapons, time travel guns. Um, unsurprisingly, it all goes to crap. It all falls apart. And uh, the temporal battery overloads on Galactica. And um, just, just everything goes tits up, essentially. Sorry if that language is rough, but you know what you got into. Um so I don't think it sends Galactica back in time or to another dimension. It sends Starbuck and other guy. I don't remember other guy. Apollo, Starbuck, and Apollo. Those are the ones. Um, and they're stuck in space, and there's nothing around, and that's the end of the first issue. Uh, second issue is uh, now. This this is something that is interesting to me. They mention uh, tachyons. Tachyon level. They say frack. Tachyon level is off. Levels are off the charts. Is tachyon just a Star Wars, Star Trek thing? Oh boy, the nerds are going to be yelling at me. Um, go ahead, guys. No, go ahead. I encourage it. Send me an email. Uh, uh, panelriot at gmail dot com. Hit me up on Twitter at at panelriot. Um, because you know, I, I know I'm making mistakes, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This means a lot to somebody, and I'm being very careless with it, and I apologize to that person. Those people. Let's be optimistic. There's more than five people listening to this show. Um, so, uh, Tachyon. Is, is Tachyon a, a thing in, like, real life? Um, or is it, a, is it a Star Trek thing? Or is it a Battlestar Galactica thing? Where, where, what is this? I'm curious. Tell me about Tachyons. I genuinely want to know. So... They bounce around seemingly endlessly in um, space and these different dimensions and everything like that. Uh, they are, of course, attacked by Cylons because that's what happens. There's humans and there's Cylons, and that's it. Um, there are no Daleks. I feel like Daleks would really spice up this uh, this thing, although the Cylons are just basically Cybermen. Um, so they bad things happen. They crash land on a planet with methane soup. Ugh, methane soup. This place stinks. Ugh. Is that Apollo? Apollo says, gross. Um, so there's clues right away. They find a vault that's just a few numbers different from the vault that they knew that it was, and it's full of stuff, and it's a safe house, I guess. Whatever. Starbuck gets captured, and he gets thrown in a cell with someone who is very obviously him from this other universe, yeah? Uh, but they tease that for a while. They don't actually say it. When you know immediately, same guy. Same guy. The art gives it away immediately. And presu- presumably, other stuff give it a- gives it away too. But like I said, I didn't watch the TV series. Uh, Apollo gets taken in. Oh, Apollo, I-, I guess, is the son of the the general, the older guy who gave the speech in the beginning, had the bad dream. Um, so he meets alternative version of uh, his father in this universe. That's the end of issue two. Now, it's worth mentioning that... This is one of those things that um, uh, a lot of, you know, 80s and 90s sitcoms did where the entire situation could be cleared up fairly easily if they would let them finish their sentence. If they could get out, finish one sentence, 
then everything's cleared up. Everybody shares information, just have a, have a sit-down exposition meal, and everybody's up to speed, and then they can move forward amicably. But no, 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 you have to keep cutting them off, because that important plot point, I can't know it yet. This guy can't know it, because then there wouldn't be any actual tension or drama, which there actually isn't, because just shut up for a minute and let me finish my sentence. So, moving right along... <laughs> Um, they are put into, uh, you know, con- containment jail cells and whatever, and we see child scientist, child scientist looking terrible. He's stuck in the chest of a Cylon and, uh, uh, still tiny, which makes me think maybe he isn't a child scientist. Uh, I don't actually, his name is Z. I don't actually know anything about this character. Maybe he's just a little person, but there's no real indicators one way or the other because he's still tiny, but he looks real old in this. I don't. I don't really understand what's happening. He, no, he's he's got to be child scientist because he's because the Starbuck that he gets put in prison with is basically the same age or just a tiny bit older than current Starbuck, I guess. Man, this is this. It's all weird stuff. And and general guy, old old general guy, Adama Adama, um, looks the same except he has a Wolverine scar on his face same age and everything. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, child scientist sold his soul to the Cylons, uh, so he could use their technology to have his life extended, and he's got tubes in his nose and his mouth and his chest and all of his uh, arm parts and, and legs, and it's real gross. And he, he looks like... Um, he looks a lot like, if you are familiar with Doctor Who, anytime they uh, open up a Cylon... Not a Cylon. Man, I'm mixing stuff up. Um, anytime they open up a... Dalek, and inside the Dalek are those critters, you know what I mean? And the Davros, Davros, that's the one. That's the one who invented the, um, the <laughs> sorry, my computer is doing a thing. Oh, it's doing a real interrupty thing. Um, who invented the Daleks? Davros, that's the one. Okay, so um, basically this uh, can't finish a sentence could explain everything business is stronger with no one more than Apollo. Apollo keeps trying to say things and they keep yelling at him and uh and then there's an explosion and there's a prison break. That uh old Starbuck pot belly beard man uh engineered and what happens next? Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that after a quick word from uh, one of our sponsors and we'll be right back with more Battlestar Galactica and more Panel Riot. Thanks. time for me to tell you about a really great Petri wine. Petri California Muscatel. Did you ever walk through a vineyard early in the morning and pick a big, juicy Muscat grape right off the vine? Mm-mm. If you've ever done that, then you know what to expect when you taste Petri Muscatel. Petri Muscatel is the color of golden sunshine with a flavor to match. Serve Petri Muscatel after dinner some evening or serve it anytime friends drop in. It's a wonderful way to express your hospitality with a wonderful wine, a Petri wine.
Welcome back. Welcome back. We are uh, we're talking Battlestar Galactica, uh, of all things. How interesting. This uh, this has been my crash course in, in, in Battlestar Galactica, this comic. And uh, this comic is brought to you, and this episode is brought to you by Comic Bento. Comic Bento, your monthly subscription service for comics and graphic graphic novels. Just graphic novels. They don't sell comics. Um, check them out at uh, comicbento.com. They are wonderful. That noise you're hearing in the background, that song, is the theme to the new series of Battlestar Galactica, All Things Being Equal. I figured I would give them a little um, little stage time as well. So um, so where we left off was there was a prison bake. Prison bake? Come on now. Prison break. Sorry about my phone, folks. We live in the future. Um, and uh, so... They escape from the Cylons in an amazing way, and everybody's retelling their backstories, and the music just got epic, which is uh, a lot of fun. And I think they take the Battlestar, the the, ba- the, the Galactica, rather. The Galactica um, did actually make it through, or some version of it did. I don't know. It's, it's, it's real weird. Um, so three months pass, and Apollo is... Um, adjusting to his life in this world, war- weird world, and they find a settlement with all these humans, and that's when you get your Cylon riding a horse. Uh, the horse is riding armor, and the Cylon uh, is a real jerk. He's hanging people and telling everyone to be to get killed and hung. Um, so uh, appropriately, Apollo shoots him in the head, um, and Apollo is 100% dressed like a cowboy. He's got like. There's no excuse for this. All the other rangers and people that he's with are like wearing armor and having guns and vests and things like that. But he's totally Clint Eastwooded out, um, wearing a cowboy hat and a, uh, that poncho business, and probably has a shield underneath. And it's 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 real. It's just real strange. And there's no explanation for it. And they don't go back to it. When he goes back to the ship, they, there's no nothing. He takes it off, and they never mention it again. Um, so, uh, old Starbuck takes over the Galactica, or something, or some ship. Is that, I think it's a Galactica. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, so Starbuck goes poking around in the cargo bay and finds an alien with an afro. Well, part of an alien with an afro, um, and a metal arm. It's strange. I'm gonna level with you. I don't know what's going on there, but see here an imperious leader he calls it cool that's a lot of fun um now from this point on you can guess exactly what is about to happen if you've ever seen any episode of star trek with um with time travel in it you know that the bad guys learn how to use the time travel they decide to use it for their own gains the good guys fight back Eventually, they travel to the present, the, the bad guys follow them, and an all-out war happens. Um, somehow, and they, I don't know what this is about, really, but um, they 
they figure out ways to summon other battle stars and base stars and things like this and and basically help out. They they get back to their own reality, they help their own Galactica survive, and then all their new time travel friends go back where they came from because the rift closes and um, they're all inspired and everybody's happy and saying goodbye to everybody and of course you know old Starbuck is like come on kiddo you gonna stay with me and we gonna reclaim them colonies and by colonies nope never mind I'm not gonna go there um, and uh, so everything goes back to normal it's all returns to status quo at the end of it and uh, basically they kind of scold Z a little bit and they say <laughs> no more time travel weapons little guy and he says oh and that's it. He's, he's never a genius again. He just turns into a kid because he wasn't properly uh, nurtured as a child. <laughs> anyway, um, and then we get, you know, there's some bonus material in here. And you get um, uh, the Alex Ross covers are in here. And um, some covers by Chris Eliopoulos. Oh, I'm, I'm, I probably screwed it up. Uh, the Chris Iliopoulos ones are—they're like kind of smaller and cartoony. They remind me a lot of the Scotty Young um, uh, Marvel covers that he's done, and um, the Alex Ross stuff is what you'd expect the Alex Ross stuff. There's a take on the famous Star Wars poster, uh, and it's gorgeous. I mean, it's Alex Ross. I mean, his art is gorgeous. So, and uh, there's a script breakdown. Uh, full script for issue one, which is actually quite handy, especially if you're currently writing a script for a comic. Then, of course, there's uh, artist designs and everything like that. And um, there's a photo in here of uh, from the TV series of Apollo, Starbuck, and Adama. And uh, boy, that hair is really of its time. So that's it. That is Battlestar Galactica Volume One Memorial, uh, folks. Let's let's ask the questions that we generally ask that I should probably write down, so I'm always asking the same ones. Was it a good comic? Well, eh. Eh. I mean, pretty standard sci-fi business. Um, does it... Uh, is it a good introduction to the characters? No. No, it's really not. I mean, you get to learn their names and and a little bit about their backstories, but there is really, like I said, it's it's I'm, I'm looking at someone else's childhood uh, without having any bit of it explained to me first. Um, should you read it? Well, if you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica, oh man, should you read this? You should seek it out immediately because I feel like you're going to have a great time with it. It's Battlestar Galactica Volume 1 Memorial from Dynamite Comics. Go and get it. If you know about this stuff, if you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica, if you've got the background in your background, go to it. It's well worth your money. If you're not a fan of Battlestar Galactica or sci-fi or the 70s or 80s, whenever this came out originally, pass. You're going to have to take a pass. Um, But that being said, that is no reason to pass on Comic Bento. So far, we have read two comics from the Comic Bento uh, sample box, which had four in it. And uh, we've got one that I absolutely loved and one that you will absolutely love, provided that you like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Um, So you should check them out. At your earliest convenience, comicbento.com. 
Excuse me, I am very sorry. I'm getting very emotional. <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, check them out at your earliest convenience, comicbento.com. Uh, a box of comics every single month. Comic Bento is your original comic book subscription box. Each comic bento comes with at least $50 worth of surprise graphic novels in every box mailed right to your door. Subscriptions start as low as $17.50 a month. Go to comicbento.com now to subscribe. You will not regret it. Uh, And that's it. That's it. Thanks for joining us this week, folks. Before we close the book on another episode, I have a few things to share with you. First, I would encourage you to check out Soul Sworn, the excellent webcomic by Zach Staten. It has everything you could ever want. Adventure, cursing, violence, inappropriate gestures, ladies with crab hands, um, sharks that uh, can't swim but can talk, um, beautiful artwork. Did I mention beautiful artwork? I feel like I should have. Um, I'm sure I did. Uh, Anyway, it's all there. Check it out at soulsworn.com. Second up, friend of the show, Evelyn Price, is uh, releasing another book, and you are the lucky one. You can pre-order The 13th Earl now at bit.ly.com slash 13th Earl. That's 1-3-T-H-E-A-R-L, all lowercase. Uh, Go and check it out at your earliest convenience. It is well worth every penny you will spend on it. She's a wonderful writer and, as I mentioned, a friend of the show. Would you like more Panel Riot? Well, more is available. You can find us at our all-new, all-different, newly renovated base of operations, PanelRiot.com. From there, you can do all manner of things, including donating to the cause. There has never been a better time to become a Patreon supporter of Panel Riot. Sorry about poppin' peas. You will have my undying gratitude as well as a few Patreon exclusives, comic reviews, interviews, and other bonus content, as well as new donation rewards. Click the link that says Patreon and go from there. You will join the pantheon of supporters currently helping the show run smoothly with their hard-earned dollars. Our sincere thanks to Ellen Hemington at Coyote Claw, Meredith Staten at Mare Bear Doodles, Tonio Garza at The W Revolution, Ed Burke 37, Ed Burke at edburke37 and of course the man himself our benevolent overlord at sorgatron at sorgatron on a scale of 1 to 10 they are the best you can find us on twitter at panel riot i'm at dj lunchbox and you can also follow our filthy stoner intern intern stan at intern stan and Starting now, yes now, at this very moment, and a few in the past, you can follow our wonderful sponsor, the Petri Family at Petri Wine. What is a podcast supporting family of winemakers? I wrote this sentence and it's real hard to read. What does a podcast supporting family of winemakers have to tweet about? Well, follow them and find out. Our show is available on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music when they get off their hinders and put it up there, and of course iTunes. You can also head over to PanelRiot.com and click the link that says Most Recent Episode. It does what it say it do. If you are an iTunes listener, please rate and review the show. It helps more people find the podcast and you will have a butterfly land ever so gently on your nose if you do. I want to know what you think of the show. Please email us, panelriot at gmail.com. Tell me what you're reading, what you like, what you don't like. If you enjoy Battlestar Galactica, if you don't, what I screwed up and offended you with, uh, because I don't know anything about Battlestar Galactica. Thanks for listening, true believers. And remember, life is too short to read bad comics.
proud member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby. Let's go out to the lobby and have ourselves some wine. Petri wine.